The Infinite Serial In previous episodes, Cyber is called by Elgin, his control angel, from the solitude and safety and boredom of the Clipped Eagle, the deserted 737 airliner, his home and operations center of angelic intelligence, Omnet. He is called to make contact with Omnet Resistance, Omega-9, hidden in the deep cover of the Great Smokies of East Tennessee, to assist in a mission to neutralize a great evil. Chapter 4 When You Get There The Year 2025 Cyber caught a glimpse of the green canvas and mosquito netting as the infinity stealthed along the circuitous path, lights on dim. It was a five-mile twisted tunnel of trees and darkness to terminate in, as Elgin put it, you'll know when you get there. Cyber checked the dash clock, 1 p.m., 1300 hours, Saturday, the Sabbath, Passover weekend, four hours before the name Alfred Dragon becomes synonymous with a new wave of anti-Semitism, instigated and supported by his followers. Enemies of the Order. The Order's latest lie to the world. The clouds were black strings dangling above and between the branches of the intoxicating fragrance of the dogwood magnolia spruce. No wonder, thought Cyber, the fables and the rumors of ghosts, the bell witch, Little Red Riding Hood. Deliverance. Big, ugly men with bows and arrows, big bad wolves, the deep woods, forests, nurturing infinite life forms and keeping myriad curious secrets. Cyber coaxed the infinity gently through the tunnel of trees. The light at the end of the tunnel began with a vague appearance of a yellowish-orange glow. The infinity grew closer. The glow became brighter. Cyber could now make out the outline of the tent. He let the infinity close to a stop. It appeared to be a canvas flap and subtle light, perhaps from a candle sifting through the netting. Cyber flipped off the dim, sat in silence. His peripheral and night vision blended with instinct. He sensed and saw nothing. The rap on the window was a shot of adrenaline. He had his fingers on the handle of the blade locked to his belt. The knife was halfway out when he recognized her face. Cyber let out a breath of relief. His fingers moved to the button that lowered the electric window. Jen, I might have known, said Cyber, much relieved. If you think that only angels can sneak up on you, David Cyber, you sadly overestimate both your skills and those of your opponents. Zan Chin, Mental and Spiritual Awareness. Failure and a reprimand. It's going to be a great day, said Cyber. Jen swung open the locked door and gestured Cyber out of the vehicle. She was in fatigues this time in a modest white T-shirt. She might have been a diminutive martial arts champion and acrobatics master, China, Japan, Korea, Vietnam, but she was from none of those places. Cyber slid out of the car, shut the door, and clicked the remote lock on the keychain. Locking the door, I don't suppose, really effective in this environment, he said. Jen gave Cyber a frosty look and pointed him toward the flap of the tent. You're expected, she said. I'll be right behind you. Cyber swept open the flap to the tent and entered. The six inches of melted wax flowed down the side of the candle. The flame atop radiated just enough light to fill the room with flickering yellow and orange. The candle sat atop a giant redwood table. The man behind the long redwood was balding, sixty, bulging with muscle. The real power was in his eyes, fearless, 
but with humor. He sat behind the massive table, skillfully crafted and finished to perfection, in culled from the land. The table had the rugged yet polished look that fit the man who sat behind it. His six-foot-two frame, 230 pounds, filled the room. The smile below the Fu Manchu mustache filled the face with brotherly love. The two patted and hugged his fellow soldiers. Have a seat, said Eli. Cyber found the one army surplus olive drab canvas folding chair in the tent and settled in. Eli returned to the leather swivel behind the redwood table. He was now sober as a Mormon. You know, I've been freelancing with Omnet training agents, fellow Kohai street tactics, things you don't learn in karate school, he said. Yes, said Cyber. Still feel the pain from our days in the woods. David, as you know, these techniques are so deadly that they're only to be used in defense in a life-or-death environment in a last resort. And so it is with Omnet 9. With the Order has emerged a, a dragon devouring the human spirit around the globe. We've become the last resort. We're skilled, well-armed, but we're better armed with faith and subterfuge and strategy. Well, that's why you were selected for this assignment, David, said Jen. I'm flattered, said Cyber. No need for that, said Jen. Eli continued. Very few people have ever seen a photograph of Alfred Dregan preaching the gospel as a deadly dangerous enterprise in these times. Maintaining security and anonymity for Brother Dregan has been a major priority for Omega-9. But you've been protecting him, said Cyber. Here? Suddenly hands spread open the olive drab curtains behind Eli. Even the voice was eerily close. Good afternoon, Mr. Cyber. My name is Alfred Dregan. Cyber observed the image with awe. It could have been a selfie. Cyber, brought to you by Spider Investigations. SpiderEye, S-P-Y-D-E-R-P-I dot com. Have a great day.